What we saw as supporters of the Eritrean government uh, fighting in the street against the opposition to the Eritrean government, which uh, exposes um, the truth which is known to anybody who deals with this issue, that while um, the main narrative is that all Eritreans are in danger of their country, actually thousands of them are active supporters of their government. Opposing them, there are thousands of uh, Eritreans who are uh, opposition members. Mm. Um, and in the middle, you have uh, what we call the silent majority that are not uh, involved in politics. But we know, too, uh, at least the majority of them can return to their country. So uh, the Israeli policy of, uh, of uh, group protection for all Eritreans in Israel, is, uh, as we can see, is unfounded and it's uh, blown has blown up in our face uh, yesterday, not for the first time, but this is uh, the worst case we've seen uh, in the past decade. Do you think that this sort of event where kind of themselves shooting themselves in their foot because now all of a sudden they're going to be talking about it, the prime minister's holding a meeting at the moment to talk about the deportation of illegal migrants? So it was not really a, a smart thing to happen yesterday. Well, it's not the first time. I mean, the government supporters don't hide their uh, support for the government. Uh, mm. The government, the Israeli government, is aware of their activities. They have a very active Facebook page. Uh, the embassy doesn't try to hide this. I, I even received an official invitation to join one of their in the Eritrean independence parties in 2018. So this is no secret, but you are right that once it turns violent, it might uh, move the government to take uh, more action. Um, the last few years, we've seen we've seen a stagnation um, on this issue. Uh, mm. So hopefully, the government uh, we can only hope that uh, it will take uh, action. I'm, I will stress that the, the people who are most involved in the violence are mainly the opposition members. Mm -hmm. um, so they're the ones who. Uh, and they, they, they too say that they are for uh, the deportation of the government supporters. What's important to understand, and this is a global issue, that the Eritrean government is unwilling to cooperate with forced uh, repatriation of its citizens, only people who uh, come from their own volition. And even then, they have to pay a 2% tax of their income um, in order to uh, receive an Eritrean passport. But anyone who does so, and over 3,500 Eritreans have returned from Israel to Eritrea directly, um, can return without any uh, real danger to his uh, life. And uh, Israel needs to find uh, policy um, steps where it can, uh, on one hand, it cannot forcefully return anyone, but on the other hand, it uh, should develop uh, policy steps that, can, that will uh, reduce incentive to stay in Israel and hopefully... Um, incentivize people to leave. The Israeli government did such things. Um, uh, it passed uh, four laws um, on this issue that were all canceled by the Supreme Court. Mm. The last one was a deposit law, which is a law that we uh, promoted in the Israeli Immigration Policy Center, which says that uh, um, uh, the employers of uh, infiltrators have to withhold 20% of their income in a government-run fund, which they can uh, retrieve only once they uh, uh, go back to their country. Uh, regretfully, the majority of that law was also struck down by the Supreme Court, but uh, we hope that the government will uh, renew that law either in, uh, uh, in, in abiding with uh, the court's ruling or uh, maybe with... Uh, Constitution amendment that will allow it to return the same law as uh, the same law that was already struck down. Do you know how many Eritreans there are in Israel right now? 
Well, the official number, if I'm not mistaken, is um, around um, 18,000, 19,000, mm-hmm. um, not including children who were born here. And we also know that that's the official number, but there's a, a, a higher number um, that aren't registered. Also, we know that in the past uh, year, we've seen a rise in uh, a renewal of uh, people coming in, um, the infiltration this time from the Jordanian border, including Eritrean nationals. So any policy on this issue will have to take into account not only um, the violence and uh, of those who are already in Israel, but also uh, um, we need to be with our eyes to the east mm-hmm. to try to block uh, any new uh, wave of uh, infiltrators coming in. How is someone supposed to, in Israel, the authorities supposed to know if somebody is a uh, illegal migrant worker or somebody who's seeking asylum? Is it an interview you have to go through? Well, there is a, there is an interview. It's called the RSD process, um, um, which the government does, um, I would say, uh, way too slowly. Hmm. Uh, but it is doing it, uh, even though it's slowly. But it is important to understand uh, two things. One, the Eritrean government is unwilling to accept any forceful repatriation, even if somebody is deemed an, a, a, an economic migrant or even a government supporter. Really? And the other issue is, except for the, uh, you know, the hardline, the political activists on both sides, uh, which you might like be able to uh, um, get to the bottom of it through other means, like uh, and for like police information, or, uh-huh. or if they were arrested, the usual RSD process, it's almost impossible to know who's a government supporter, who's an opposition member, and who's just a just, you know, not non-active. Uh, economic migrant, it's very hard to know. I would say that in Europe, because they find it almost impossible to deem who, who is on what side, so they give, um, they, give their, they give refugee status to the large majority, mm. Israel has adopted a different stance, which says we're not going to forceful deport uh, people, but uh, we have to find the incentives in order, to, in order that the supporters and the silent majority will go back um, and as I said, over three and a half thousand have gone back. And if we look at uh, all the population of uh, Eritreans and Sudanese uh, migrants uh, that came into Israel, over half have left Israel. Uh, but we're still left with that half. And as we see, uh, as we've seen, and if anybody thinks that that number is uh, is, is a small enough number that Israel can uh, absorb successfully, yesterday was proof that that's not the case.